Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Insuring India, a podcast by Digit Insurance. I am your host Sabri Saran. India. We have a population of 1.4 billion people. We keep talking about how the healthcare expenditure in the country is on the rise. How insurance penetration in India is extremely low. How having a health insurance especially post the pandemic has become extremely important. Probably all these are things you have heard of before. I'm sure some of these things even I have repeated in some of my previous episodes. While we always look outward in most cases, we thought we should probably look inward this time. We have 24 general insurance companies in India. We have four standalone health insurance companies too. So clearly this is not a supply problem. And it made me wonder then where exactly does the problem lie? If you talk to someone about health insurance today, you'll hear many of them say that it's complex, it's expensive, I don't need it, and you'll hear even some say that it's a scam. There are so many conditions and exclusions. There is either a capping, co-payment, waiting period, deductible and what not, right? And I'm sure some of these terms that I just said now, maybe some of you haven't even heard of this before. Which brings me to the next question. Is there a design flaw in India's health insurance plans? And are there any gaps in how health insurance products are offered today? And how should someone who's out in the market to buy health insurance approach these things? To talk this and more, I have with me Tanya Marwa, head brand marketing at GoDigit General Insurance. Uh, Tanya, I know that this topic is uh, also closer to your heart. Even in our key messaging around health insurance, you were, I think, the first one to look at health insurance from a whole behavioral science angle. You also take a look at the research that the team does here at Digit and you use that to build insights. So I know that you have a lot to share with us today. But before I get deeper into how a health insurance plan is offered today in India and the nitty gritty surrounding that, let me first ask you this very basic question. Why do you think people in India don't buy health insurance? Hi, Sabri. Thank you for inviting me from my desk to yours. <laughs> and for the people, uh, uh, you know, who don't know that we also have a small studio uh, where Sabri does these podcasts. And uh, yeah, and he throws all of these important questions. So yes, um, of course, um, looking at uh, behavioral science firstly for your first question, I think because you were mentioning that we do look at uh, behavioral science from uh, to generate insights and then work on communication basis that's so the first reason i would you know kind of uh, take for why people don't buy health insurance is optimism bias in people okay. and if i have to simply explain what optimism bias means in one line it may it says that you know nothing will happen to me uh, and I think this is something that we see all around us all the time and especially when people are younger and they are any illness or condition free that's when they think about this this most that you know I'm healthy I go to the gym I run I'm able to you know do so many kapal bhatis <laughs> and how when, and when will I need health insurance and when I will need health insurance then I buy it which is the biggest mistake that people do because uh, when they actually come to the age uh, where you know some kind of illnesses lifestyle diseases crop up like a cholesterol number goes high uh, diabetes creeps in those are times when people start thinking okay let's buy health insurance but then i won't say it's too late uh, it's never too late to get a health insurance but yes uh, things like waiting periods come into the picture uh, premiums can go up because of your age because of a condition so yes optimism bias is one of the reasons uh, which kind of plagues this entire system where people think that you know nothing will happen to me 
Um, second thing is um, from a coverage point of view. Uh, so even if people do think about health insurance or uh, they do buy health insurance, I think the uh, bigger issue is that they don't buy enough. Uh, so if someone is you know, covered from their corporate or if people just think from a tax benefit point of view, uh, the coverage or the, number, the sum insured that they select is much lower than what they would actually need where, from a health insurance point of view. And uh, then coming to other uh, ways that people look at health insurance, uh, the comparisons that they do, uh, probably there is a gap out there as well because obviously people do know that uh, you can be unwell, you can be hospitalized, there can be an accident and things happen all around us all the time. Uh, but people also think that, you know, my family will come to help me or I have enough savings, I probably you know, will start a health uh, sip for myself or probably I'll put in an F, put in an FD that when I'll be you're probably 50 and then when health, in, health issues will crop up, I will use this particular FD. Um, I feel these are uh, uh, not the right ways to look at why health insurance exists. Uh, one is an investment, the other is a savings and insurance is insurance. Um, the whole idea of insurance is to actually protect all of these savings that you've done for yourself and your families uh, against any situation where you would need money to give to a hospital. Right. And um, uh, fourth thing is also uh, from a expenditure point of view, I don't think so people really can fathom uh, until they have really been with a close family member in a hospital through some procedure they can't fathom that what would be the health care expenditure or uh, you know even for a small thing like uh, which is becoming very common these days uh, the angioplasty and angiography how much does that cost post a heart attack uh, right. that people have to go through uh, it takes around three to four lakhs which is a decent amount you know for one episode of when you have to put stents um, so those are the expenditures people don't fathom till they actually go to the hospital and do realize so of course all uh, all us insurers, all the people who, who are in the healthcare business, they are continuously trying to spread spread awareness about the fact that it does uh, cost a lot of money. But I think when you're not receptive to the messages because they're not relevant to you, you don't actually think about them. Uh, last thing, and actually this is um, a really big problem, which I'm actually mentioning the last, is the complexity around health insurance. I think it's a it's a very genuine reason why people uh, stay away from health insurance because it does uh, sound complex and not just sound, it is complex in, at some times. Uh, even uh, as an insurer, even though we have kind of, you know, always spoken about simplifying health insurance, simplifying any kind of health insurance, any kind of insurance, including documentation, then also the documents that you see for a terms and condition go up more than 50 pages. Right. right. Yeah. So for a common person who probably does not understand a common, uh, you know, uh, medical term also, we actually have an unrealistic expectation on the customer to really understand what health insurance means when they can't understand medical terms. Right. right. Uh, if you have to talk about even me when I was not in this insurance industry, even I was someone who I, I, I had a health insurance, but even I didn't understand it as well as when I came to the industry. Now you can expect everyone to become a part Correct, of this yeah. industry mm -hmm. to know what health insurance is. So I think there is a big gap out there. Uh, it's a problem that everybody uh, is trying to solve at different levels. Awareness, of course, is one. Uh, simplifying wording, simplifying uh, all the understanding is the other. And I think it will be a journey. 
uh, even from the consumer side, uh, especially post the pandemic, during the pandemic, uh, people's want to understand this has also increased. Uh, so yes, complexity in terms of understanding what is there is a big reason. Another where uh, I won't say that's not the reason why people don't think about it. At least that's the reason why people procrastinate uh, buying health insurance. Right, that's a great point, Tanya. And I was actually going to come to that uh, because it's actually true that the perception of complexity does exist uh, when it comes to health insurance. So how can one overcome this complexity? Right. So. Apart from the fact that yes, everyone who is looking at buying health insurance and buys a health insurance, uh, think of it like a 50 plus page novel that you have to read. I know it's not as interesting <laughs> and not as simple also, but try and read, actually read your document because at least if there's an insurer, like Digit has at least tried to do that, if there's an insurer who has made genuine effort to make their documents simple, uh, even though it's boring, but you will be able to understand what is covered and not covered in your policy. Right. Uh, but some basics I think people can understand is that uh, A, accidental hospitalization is something which will be covered. Uh, second part of it is hospitalization due to illnesses will be covered. Uh, now this, when you say illnesses, you say accident, they could be multiple causes, they could be multiple things. Uh, but when people are thinking about illnesses, they are worried about what is not covered. So right. let me cover that first. Right. Uh, so what is not covered would be also dependent on when, when you bought the policy, did you have a pre-existing disease or illness or condition? Uh, was there any kind of symptom uh, that you had to declare to your insurer? Those things can culminate into some waiting periods. Uh, so if there is a pre-existing disease, there would be a waiting period that the company may apply depending on the plan that you have bought. Uh, then if there is some symptom which can be, you know, uh, mirroring some kind of disease that is slow forming in your body, uh, that can come up in the next one or two years. Uh, that could also be applying uh, for a uh, waiting period which is called specific illness waiting period. Uh, right. So for both these things, honestly, it is very important that when you're buying the plan, uh, if you have a symptom or you, you if you have a pre-existing condition you should mention it to your insurer and then the right waiting periods apply also again i'll reiterate the point on uh, buying when you're healthy and you're young uh, that you should buy a plan when you're much healthier so that all of these things actually don't come into the play so right. if you ask me if there is a person who's right now not having any pre-existing disease is absolutely healthy no symptoms nothing this is the best time for you to buy a health insurance because then most of the illnesses will be covered for you. Of course, accidents so anyway will be covered, but right. even illnesses, there will not be waiting periods that will be applied. Uh, so that is the other part. Uh, then, of course, uh, when you will open a document, you will see a host of exclusions. But uh, if you start reading through, you will realize that some most of them are outliers also. Like if you know, right. there is some accident which is based on an, uh, if there is an accident uh, which is based because uh, the person was uh, under alcohol or some kind of drugs, those cases of course get into a completely different tangent and they get into um, the police being involved, etc. So those insurer therefore uh, puts that into an exclusion. Right. Or say if there is a self-injury case, uh, those are not covered by us. Um, most of the insurers don't cover it. Uh, then there, if there is some kind of cosmetic procedure which is not medically prescribed uh, and that is just as a person's will 
they want to go for a medical procedure uh, which is cosmetic uh, then those things mostly are not covered uh, so like for example if there's a weight loss surgery involved which is not uh, due to uh, any other organ getting damaged because of the obesity uh, but it's more for the person to look in a certain way those kind of weight loss surgeries for example are not covered so these are some of the general exclusions that are there uh, which you should go through because uh, there could be a reason that you would be thinking that this is covered in the insurance but may not be covered by your particular insurer so those are something that you should go through but as just in general a rule of thumb uh, accidents and illnesses uh, which don't have waiting periods will be covered in an insurance plan and uh, also there are sometimes some life stage related uh, events that you can predict or you will be planning for for example maternity pregnancy right uh, those things if you don't have a maternity benefit uh, in your plan uh, those may come as an add-on that you can uh, you know enhance your plan with so again uh, some people think that you know is that going to be covered or not yes it can be covered if you take an add-on for it uh, so you can make your plan very holistic with understanding as well as making sure that you have the right add-ons uh, so that uh, the exclusions for which you otherwise want to apply for in the future for a planned event like in pregnancy you go through the right waiting period so for example if your waiting period in your plan is two years you buy a plan much in advance when you probably get married or about to get married and then you cover that waiting period and when you are planning for a child that will be covered so to your question sabri uh, yes complexity is there yes the documents are 50 pages plus right but uh, i don't think so that that is enough reason for someone to say that i don't want to get a health insurance because the merits thousand times outweigh uh, the exclusions because exclusions are very specific and they would be also very different uh, insurer by insurer but they would be not excluding illnesses and accidents that you know come to you which are beyond the uh, uh, things like uh, existing diseases and uh, you know anything which is self injury or self harm okay tanya i think we addressed the uh, complexity bit quite well i now want to focus more on the health insurance as a product if you're in the market today to buy a plan a there are way too many insurance companies and b they themselves have say seven or eight plans on an average that they offer so let me come to the first part how do you typically decide which company to pick i know that you want to say digit but can people have a few checks or metrics in place yes please choose digital insurance <laughs> uh, i would say that <laughs> but jokes about uh, while well, that was not a joke uh, but yes uh, on a serious note there are a few parameters you can consider uh, if you go to a comparison calculator or like a website that lets you compare different plans you would see some 20 reasons basis which you know different plans are compared uh, but there are some uh, reasons which are the bill tilters or you know which actually make a big difference right. and uh, those are the number one being cumulative bonus uh, so cumulative bonus is much like a no claim bonus that you get for car insurance just that in this case you don't get a discount but you get an increase sum insured uh, for your health insurance so for example if you buy a 10 lakhs uh, uh, sum insured policy and uh, your cumulative bonus is 50% each year till 100% how it will work is that the first claim free year the next year you will get 50% of 10 lakh which is 5 lakhs as a cumulative bonus amount so your sum insured will become actually 15 lakhs the next year right. and the year after that also if two years of claim free years are there it will become 20 lakhs so in a way in two lakhs you will reach almost double your sum insured 
right uh, so this is one thing that you should see because why this is important is that you are actually paying for a much lesser uh, sum insured for you from a premium point of view but you are getting a much higher sum insured in return and again as i'm going to reiterate it if a person is younger and in the beginning years they don't have a uh, you know they don't have any claim they are actually earning every year uh, True, yeah. of not having a claim uh, so that's there second thing is uh, room rent capping uh, this is something which you should see from a comfort point of view and how this really affects is think of a time where you are actually in the hospital and you are given the option of sharing a room with three other patients versus sharing taking any room that you want uh, in the hospital uh maybe while the time, while you're buying the policy this may not look as a very very important cover right. but when you're in the hospital this cover becomes really important so uh, you should look for a plan that actually does not have any capping on room rent right. so whatever be your sum insured there is no capping on what kind of room type or what kind of room charge uh, that you can take right uh, so this is the second thing uh third thing is copay i think uh, people do understand the term copay because of again car insurance as well uh so copayment uh, if you break down the word co payment so you are also paying a part of the uh, bill is what it means um sometimes people you know take a policy which has some co payment because it's much cheaper right uh, but what it happens is that for smaller claims to you, you know you can maybe maybe manage but if it's a percentage based co payment and the bill is huge you can end up paying a huge amount uh, from your savings for health insurance this is often also the reason why people sometimes you know say that insurance is a scam or i'm not happy with my health insurance right. because when you choose health insurance we fall for these small discount traps right uh, so yes uh, in my opinion you should not go for a plan that has co payment uh, especially we should not go for a plan that has a percentage link co payment if you do go for a plan then go for a plan which is probably giving you a discount basis some small deductible uh, which is that you know if you have say a particular bill you there is some 1500 2000 rupees that you have to give from your side so if you are in a claim free year you are anyway taking some discount because you took a deductible discount but if you have a claim you are not paying it as a percentage or you're not paying a big amount right so uh, these are the main things that you should look while you're comparing plans uh, of course there are many other factors that you can check uh, some companies give annual health checkups uh, you should see if your plan has an organ uh, donor uh, also included in it uh some people compare it on ayush but i don't really think that ayush should be one of the reasons how you should compare because ayush also means that uh you have to be hospitalized in those uh, particular centers right. and if you generally think about ayush uh, you don't really uh, take it as a treatment in, to be hospitalized so uh, so see the benefits really understand how you can claim them and then see that are they worth uh, you know kind of buying a particular plan versus the other right tanya uh, is there also any other standout feature that one should look at from an overall perspective when buying a health insurance so yes uh, i think one of the other things again it brings me back to the point of sum insured is uh, restoration or you know some people call it refill benefit re- uh, reinstatement benefit uh, basically uh, without getting into the terminologies uh, you should look at having a decent amount of sum insured that can cover you up if there is a big hospital claim right now often people think that you know uh, if i buy a 5 lakh cover versus a 10 lakh cover i'll be paying half of the premium but okay. that is not true actually the difference between a premium for 5 lakh and 10 lakh is much lower 
and where you are actually going to be doing your different permutation combinations you should see that you know what is the amount that you can afford and what is the best sum insured that you can get especially for your city uh, if your city is a high uh, expense city uh, like a metro then definitely you should look at the hospital expenses which for an average family of three people can also go up to 10 lakhs uh, if you know people fall in uh, with some major disease and to be real to be honest health insurance really comes into action and they it's the real benefit comes alive when there is a big claim for you now why i'm explaining all of that is because this uh, benefit where there's some kind of restoration of your sum insured or refill of your sum insured will make sure that if there is uh, a particular amount that you have taken say you've taken five lakh only uh, and you have you know made, made a claim uh, this benefit will make sure it will refill that amount to your sum insured so that you are not actually having 5 lakh as sum insured, you are almost having 10 lakhs. Right. Right. Mm. So, uh, this is something that is a standout feature which has come up in the recent years. And uh, if there is any plan that is almost doubling up your sum insured or, you know, kind of making it now you can claim many more times, uh, I think that is gold. Right. Uh, so like for example digit we have two types of these covers there is a double wallet plan and there's a infinity wallet plan in double wallet you can uh, basically get uh, the same sum insured value twice right. and in our case we don't have any exhaustion clause which means that you don't have to exhaust your sum insured in a claim to make sure that it's filled again you each time or basically both the times have the same sum insured available to you so that's a big benefit right. uh, the second is infinity infinity as the word suggests you can make uh, a claim uh, obviously one claim amount has to be the base sum insured but that can be made infinite times in a year uh, this becomes a big benefit when it comes to years which are more unfortunate and uh, maybe several people in the family fall ill or uh, the same person falls ill over multiple times so right. this benefit makes sure that your sum insured in a way is not finishing uh, finishing up after a certain game. Uh, so yes, this is a golden feature uh, and if you are getting a good cover uh, where this uh, particular refill benefit or restoration benefit is giving you much more than your sum insured, this plan uh, trumps over the others. Right. I think it's quite a good benefit because uh, people usually don't think that they might get hospitalized multiple times in a year. Yeah. And we saw that during COVID, right? that uh, multiple people, same people getting hospitalized, getting COVID twice, then other person getting hospitalized simultaneously. Right. So I think this benefit definitely people right. should look at. And I think one more thing that we can, uh, you know, uh, think out here is also from the perspective of related and unrelated illnesses. Right. So uh, there are certain uh, covers in the market which are giving you restoration but they are giving it on unrelated diseases or illnesses or hospitalization which means if like you will be giving an example if i'm hospitalized for the same thing twice a year right. uh, then it may not be covered or i may not get, get a I, I may be covered but i may not get a, a restoration or a refill benefit there uh, so okay. you should also look for covers where this kind of uh, uh, you know backup sum insured that you're getting you are getting it also on related illnesses so that's uh, one thing. Uh, the other thing is, again, this exhaustion clause that I mentioned, it's very important to understand this. Because uh, if you break it down, how it happens is, say, if you have 5 lakhs sum insured, 
you have a restoration benefit of you know almost double your sum insured which is that you have another 5 lakh with you but exhaustion clause what will it will do is that till you don't exhaust that 5 lakh that you have your uh, rest, your sum insured will not be restored so i'll, I'll bring you like this example uh, i have 5 lakh sum insured i get hospitalized uh, and my bill is 3 lakhs right so now i'm left with 2 lakhs exhaustion clause will say that my next uh, rest, uh, restoration will only happen till i make this 2 lakh into zero okay. which is till hmm. i don't make another claim and the next claim i only have 2 lakhs because that 2 lakhs is not become zero so if the till the next claim if i say for example have a claim worth 1.5 lakh only then for the third claim i only have 50000 left correct hmm. after i exhaust that 50000 is when my 5 lakh will come into play Okay. So exhaustion clause again something which probably nobody cares about can really make or break uh, the effect of this benefit that you are getting. So when you are looking for restoration, refill, backup, sum insured, uh, whichever you know terminology you are looking at, make sure that you are not having any exhaustion clause, and make sure that it is also there for related illnesses. So these would be my two tips out there. Got it. Tanya, uh, I know that there is no right answer to what I'm going to ask you, but uh, just see if you can answer it. Is there a right sum insured? Uh, like, what is the right sum insured for somebody? Uh, maybe we can do this across age groups or family composition, but is there a right sum insured that amount that people can look at? So, firstly, I'll tell you my family thinks that I'm crazy. <laughs> okay. Because I have a really high sum insured okay. for my family. There is no pre-existing disease, thankfully. Despite that, I have a high uh, sum insured. Right. Now, why do I have, what is high? High for me could be 25 lakhs. High for someone else can be 50 lakhs. High for someone else, some, the third person can be also 5 lakhs. Correct. Right. Yeah. But uh, these are all estimates that people think from, you know, how cautious they are. Uh, but there is also some maths to it. Uh, the maths is, if you take the average cost of an average treatment in your city uh, and see if you can you know just if that kind of unfortunate incident happens twice in a year what would be the amount that you have to pay so if you are staying in a city like living in a city like delhi and uh, again a, a normal angioplasty angiography in total bill costs you around three and a half to four lakhs and if it, if it, it can happen twice a year you at least need eight to ten lakhs correct yeah. and this I'm also saying because people uh, in India are more used to taking family floater policies, Correct. which means that you are not just talking about one person's risk, you are talking about two to three people's risk. Correct. Yeah. So uh, for a family of three, maybe like a husband, wife and a child, I think a 10 lakh policy is what from in today's age you should be having. Right. Uh, and especially when you're living in a tier one or a metro city. Uh, if the eldest person in your policy is around 45 years, again, 8 to 10 lakhs is something which should be there because you are already the eldest member is 45 years which means another 2-3 years there may be some ailments that may come up right. so you need a high sum insured uh, if the family composition is mostly of seniors maybe it's for your father and mother or you yourself are buying but you are around 60-65 uh, then what happens is that the premium goes up right. so if I advise right now that someone should have 10 lakhs of course it would be a good amount because also the number of the chances of the claim goes up right. but then your premium will also go up so in this case what you can do is again look for a plan which has uh, a good backup sum insured a good restoration policy 
and uh, you can also look for a plan which has a good cumulative bonus so that in one two years only your sum insured actually will go up so even if you have a five lakh sum insured in one or two years it will become much higher for you to claim right uh, another thing in actually cumulative bonus that one can think is that some policies make your uh, cumulative bonus zero uh, if you make one single claim and some policies make it step down so right. if my cumulative bonus is 50% each year till 100% if i have in certain policies if i make a claim it will become 0% zero basically right. and in some policy it will just be a step down so i'll come back to my last year's value but it will not become zero so all of these mechanics you can think would make sense to you from a sum insured point of view but eventually you should think that what would be the cost of treatment in my city and what would be the treatment in the next 5 years also so right. i don't think so if every anybody does that but one should do it that one should account for inflation Medical right. inflation, especially, right. and then calculate what my amount will be in the next five years. And again, I don't th- think so. I have to use the numbers out there. But if you think about the treatments that costed uh, one lakh five six years back, now they are costing three four lakhs. Correct. And another thing is also critical illnesses. In this case, uh, I think some critical illnesses which have become very famous, not for the number of incident, but because of the awareness that they have garnered, which which is a great thing, is also like cancer. Right. Uh, and if you look at the average expenditure of therapies and the entire year uh, expenditure that people have to shell out for treatments when someone is affected with cancer can also go up to 15 20 lakhs right in mm-hmm. uh, delhi bombay and actually any city uh, now in these cases uh, especially if a low sum insured is there uh, you know you will be again in the same sorry situation of uh, you know asking family or breaking your Uh, savings or investments to get this money so yeah uh, high again is a qualitative number but at the same time can have some calculation today's day and age 10 lakhs is something that you should start from right. and then build as per your requirement right got it tanya uh, and now uh, i want to talk on the pricing aspect or the premium aspect uh, i'll just give you my example uh, i wanted to actually get a cover of 15 lakh but actually felt that the premium is slightly more than what i was willing to pay uh, so now i'm actually thinking of maybe you know just settling for a cover of 10 lakh as you said but are there ways around it i know that insurers do offer some discounts but how significant are those and what type of discounts are out there actually in the market yes absolutely i think um <laughs> it's like almost saying like you know you're like this deal hunter <laughs> right uh, <laughs> I, I think all Indians are right. <laughs> all Indians are. We are maximizers, and I come from an ex-e-commerce industry. So right. I think absolutely should be a deal hunter when it comes to health insurance also. Right. Uh, so how can you be a deal hunter? <laughs> um, so there are a few kinds of discounts that companies offer if you are living in a city which is not a metro. And again and again in my examples also, I was mentioning metros, tier one cities, because of course the healthcare and medical expenses are much higher. So, if you are in a city which is not a metro or tier one city, uh, you may get a city-based discount, uh, which is there. So, yes, you can avail that if you are not uh, in a particular in in that bracket of cities. Uh, then, uh, a lot of insurers may also offer you uh, discount if you are maintaining a healthy lifestyle. So, smoking becomes one of the parameters, for example. So, those parameters can also give you a cheaper premium. uh then uh some companies may ask you for a credit score uh that kind of shows how has been your uh, financial interaction history 
uh, which also can indicate uh, a discount for certain people. Right. Um, so yeah, you can be open to share that because anyway, that's not a very uh, hidden data. Correct. And I think if one can share that, you can get a discount uh, for having a good, healthy financial history. Um, then um, there is also discounts that people can give you basis deductible. I think I was mentioning about it earlier. Right. That uh, if you think that uh, you know you're not going to have claims every year, which is true for most of us, you can actually take a small deductible. Uh, deductible is much like a co-payment, but there is a set amount, uh, which is say that I can say that I will pay every time I make a claim, I can pay three four thousand rupees, and I can get an overall discount on my premium. So that is there, and of course, companies also give uh, existing customers from their other general insurance products. They can give you uh, some kind of loyalty discount. Uh, right. So that is there. So yes, uh, I, there are discounts. There are ways of uh, getting a cheaper premium. But uh, th- that's always a delight. But that's a del- delight. I think uh, the crux of the matter is that you should have a good uh, sum insured. Uh, you should make sure that your coverage enhancer benefits are good like those restoration refill benefits or in our case we have the double wallet and infinity wallet i think those are the real things that really matter right uh, that one should look at Tanya, uh, like i'll be honest my health insurance awareness has definitely risen after i moved to digit uh, and now suddenly I've become this insurance uncle among my friends where I'm asking people whenever I met them, whenever I meet them, that do you have insurance? Uh, tell me why aren't, why aren't you buying insurance? And especially after COVID, right? But most of the time when I'm interacting with them, the response that I typically get is that, hey, I have an employer cover and I don't need to uh, look at a separate cover. So A, is that enough if somebody has an employer cover? And B, how should a person who has an employer cover approach health insurance on an individual basis? So again, um, there cannot be one blanket answer to this because enough depends on what your employer is giving you. So if your employer is giving you some 10 lakh sum insured, it it can be enough. Right. It is enough. Uh, But there, another thing that matters is that if you move jobs, and people do move. Right. Uh, in that case, that sum insured, um, insured amount can change. So one employee may give you 10 lakhs, the other may give you 2 lakhs. So that matters. Uh, so here it matters that you know you should have a backup personal uh, health insurance as well. Right. Or if your employer's insurance is letting you continue your, um, uh, your coverage, then of course it's a totally different matter. So see what kind of uh, sum insured you're getting from your employer. Is it something that you can continue going forward? And have, if it is not so, that if you can't continue it and if it's not enough, of course uh, you should get a personal health insurance as well. Right. Or at least enhance with uh, a top-up sum insured that you can get. But again, top-up, the issue is the same. If you leave your job and there's a gap period, uh, then that top-up sum insured works on the concept of having a certain amount as a deductible. Right. And here the deductible is what is your base sum insured, the sum insured uh, that you have. True. So if my employer is giving me a 3 lakh uh, sum insured in my policy, uh, even if I take a top-up thinking that I already have 3 lakh, but what if you leave the job? Then you will have to shell out the 3 lakh from your own pocket right. and the rest, the next top-up uh, you know, player, uh, top up insurer will uh, pay for you. So, uh, as if I have to give you one answer, then yes, even if you have a corporate uh, uh, health insurance, you should, should still have a personal health insurance. 
uh, but you should definitely also try and see what you have from your corporate and try and enhance that because there are a lot of corporates who would give you uh, uh, parental coverage also they will right. top up on that parental cover as well we do that to it at digit in those cases of course uh, when you're planning to stay with the company for a long time it's a great employee benefit right. uh, so i mean that you can't take away from that but yes keep a backup uh, which is there so that you can at least enhance it if there's a gap period so tane you just mentioned about uh, top ups so just for our understanding can you uh, explain uh, what the difference is between a top up and a super top up oh yes i should have explained the difference between top up and super top up so as i mentioned top up has a deductible amount uh, so for example if your deductible amount that you have set is 3 lakhs so every time that you have a claim 3 lakhs is what you have to first give from your initial policy or from your own pocket right uh now in a not regular top up plan you have to do this every time you have to pay this every time so if in a year you have multiple claims you have to pay this about every time for this top up policy to get activated right whereas in a super top up in the entire year if you have paid this deductible once you don't have to pay it in the following claims okay so it. Hmm. yes it is a big uh, difference and when you are actually buying a top up plan make sure it is a super top up plan because otherwise every time otherwise this can happen that your base sum insured actually gets exhausted because they that that sum insured finishes True. finishes up and right. they, that may not have any restoration that may not have any backup sum insured and you still have to pay it uh, each time before your you know top up applies right got it tane uh, i know i have already taken uh, quite a bit of your time i'll maybe just leave you with this last one question and where i want to focus on wellness wellness actually has now become quite a big topic and insurance companies are also looking at embedding it with insurance offerings right so is it worth the hype and are they really useful so again one line answer one word answer yes it is worth the hype okay um, <laughs> but it is evolving as we speak uh, right. so how wellness was a few years back when it just started is is changing and it for the better uh, now it is now really becoming a benefit that you can uh, see in terms of money also right. right so when you talk about wellness people often think it's about mental well being it's about a few yoga classes here and there right uh, it's maybe some fitness sessions that someone is giving uh but now wellness is becoming a very important aspect in health insurance because it's also working with the customers or working with your uh, clients to make sure that the illness doesn't happen in the first first place now that's a tall task right but definitely it contributes uh to your well-being uh so how one should see wellness is that of course uh you should see the benefits that you are getting the features that you have you should definitely see the yoga sessions that you are getting there you should see what consultations what counseling sessions are as a part of the plan are is your insurer giving you or you know the ability to be added to some kind of um, disease or lifestyle illness maintenance program like people have for diabetes or heart health right uh, but you should also see that how is your approach of your insurer uh like at least at digit how i can tell is that you know we uh, look at in, uh, wellness as a supplement cover to your health insurance itself so if there is a certain uh, you know aspect of your health insurance which is not getting covered in health insurance say for example dental treatments then our wellness is covering uh, dental counseling dental consultations dental camps eye camps 
so uh, our approach is that our wellness should actually supplement uh, you know our health insurance itself right uh, right and also of course other aspects of engaging with the employees uh, for the entire year if it's a gmc cover uh, throughout the year to make sure that people are not just seeing this as a one off activity to improve their lifestyle but wellness plans becomes their lifestyle for a good health in the first place right um and if i have to tell you how i use my wellness plan i have my policy with digit itself i actually sometimes uh save as much i as i pay for the premium my entire year right okay yeah that's and, a great point i right, think yeah right so people uh, how we should think it is that the benefits that i'm getting from the wellness what am i really saving and does it actually outweigh my premium itself so i'll tell you what all i use i use uh, some free gp consultations Right. Uh, because you know uh, with the recent uh, year everybody falling ill with every change of season there are these you know uh, general physician consultation that you had to go to and now we are all adept through this online consultation uh, you know way and it's very easy to you know just get into a call with a general con- physician and show them their symptoms and get a medicine right. uh, so i use that a lot um, i also go in for specialist consultations I have a toddler at home, and uh, often falling sick makes me use the pediatrician uh, consultations, for example. Right. Uh, then you can go for free home delivery of medicines. Even the medicines are at discounts at times. Uh, even things like X-rays, medical checkups, your blood tests, everything it has discounts. So if you actually sit down and make a maths of what you have saved the entire year, right. you can save good like ten, ten thousand rupees also. So um it's the way you use your wellness and what your insurer is offering you it can actually be your uh, be a money benefit for people. Right. So it is worth the hype absolutely. Right. Got it. Uh that was really an insightful conversation. I'll let you go now Tanya. Thank you uh, so much for taking time out of your busy schedule and joining us on the Insuring India podcast. No, no, Sabri. I don't have a busy schedule. Even <laughs> off schedule, I'm working on health insurance and right. other products. So you are rather rather helping uh, me in this journey of making sure that people are understanding what they should be buying in health insurance. So you have been helping me. Thank you so much. And yeah, I hope uh, I hope people uh, enjoyed it, and I hope people do understand some basics of health insurance now before they uh, start thinking about it. Thank you so much. That's all on this episode folks. Do subscribe to us to keep getting notified whenever we drop something new. Thank you and see you next time.